This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner, live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself. Change with world. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers. And uh, this week, we're going to be talking about really deep, self-acceptance and as a key to our happiness. And um, before we get started today, I just want to tell you that tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I have my Miracle of Mindset webinar. Um, you can go to my um, my website and find out more about that. But it's an absolutely free webinar where I'll be teaching mindset tools. I'll tell you a little bit more about it um, later on in the show. So deep self-acceptance as a key to happiness, right? So what started me along this path, although this is a critical topic in all, all pretty much all the work that I do, is that I I wound up watching uh, Bruce Jenner's interview with Diane Sawyer. And um, I was really surprised. I'm, I'm not a, a, a media buff, so uh, I don't follow Bruce Jenner in reality TV or anything like that. But what I noticed as I was watching the interview was this process of, of his of coming to a deep acceptance of, of who he is. And what was most striking about this for me was... Uh, how much it mirrored what I watched clients go through every single day as they get into a deeper connection with themselves and they learn to really love and accept all of that, all of what they are. You know, so there's oftentimes these parts of ourselves, whether it's because we're told by society or we were told by our parents or we just came up with some idea that it wasn't a good idea, right? There are these parts of ourselves that we will kind of push away or try to minimize. And a lot of times what this does, not even a lot of times, what it does is it cuts us off from the fullness of who we are. And that with that, we die a little bit. We become less. And it doesn't matter what you've done in your life. It doesn't matter if, you know, in Bruce Jenner's case, you've been an amazing, one of the, like, called the best athlete in the world, you know? It doesn't matter if you've had that kind of success, you still have a loss, so no matter what the outside looks like, whether it looks fabulous or it looks not so fabulous, there's a loss of who it is that you are, the entirety of who you are and in the joy and that you can get and feel um, when, when, you, when you have that, when you allow yourself to expand, um, experience that. So if you ever wonder, like, 
do, am I, do I accept myself? Like, am I really, um, in like, how do you know whether you're accepting yourself or not or not? You can ask yourself questions like, am I at peace with my decisions? Right. Are you at peace with all of your decisions? Whether they turned out to be the best decisions or the worst decisions, or you don't even know decisions, right? Are, 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 have you come to terms and just been able to say, yeah, it's good just the way that it is. It's everything that I need it to be. Okay. And, uh, another question is, do I love myself? Even the not so great parts. So we're all mixtures of some really, really wonderful things and some not so wonderful things. Everybody has limitations as well as strengths and it, deep self-acceptance, total self-acceptance is when we're able to not only think, wow, look at that great thing that I am, but when we're also able to look at the parts that are like, mm-mm. I really struggle with that or, you know, I keep coming up short of my own expectations or other people's expectations in a particular area. And am I able to still love myself regardless? And then another question can be when I'm faced with information that supports a less than noble view of who I am, can I love myself? And can I also challenge myself to be more? So let's look at this as two separate and uh, intricately or intimately woven pieces, right? So one is in the face, when the world reflects back to me, one of those not so great parts, right? When I see that my behavior or, you know, way of being or choice has been less than perfect, right? Less than good. Am I able to, one, accept that, right? Just be willing to say, I love myself even when I mess up, right? Just like the last one they were talking about. But then there's a second part of it. And the second part is, Can I challenge myself to be more? It's not about just saying, oh, yeah, well, whatever is good enough. It's about lovingly supporting yourself to being even more of yourself. Moving forward, opening up to the completeness of who you are. And sometimes that means improving upon limitations. Another thing to ask yourself if you're looking for, you know, self-acceptance is when I'm in a, in a disagreement, can I respect my own view while respecting the other person's view? Right? So important because sometimes we're good at doing one of those and not the other. We're good at saying, Okay, yeah, well, I'm right. This other person's wrong. Or, oh, right, I'm probably wrong and they've got it right. And sometimes what, you know, this deep self-acceptance is the willingness to hold what's true for you. And when you hold it in such a way that it you are respecting yourself, it becomes easy or easier 
to then respect the other person's point of view. Right? It's by holding and by knowing that what we're saying is, you know, what we're saying, what we're being, what we're doing, right? That that's good and right for us, whatever it is. And if that's true for us, then that's also true for the other person. Even if we're in disagreement, even if, well, you know, we think what the other person is doing is incorrect, it can still, you can still respect them um, for being in their own truth, for accepting their own place at that moment in time. And finally, another question to ask, and we could go on down this road, but here are just some to, you know, ask yourself if you want to learn more about how accepting you are of yourself. But do I know that no matter what I discover about myself, that I'm good? No, this is really comes up a lot for people when they're they're starting to get involved in personal development work or they're going to therapy or what have you. The concern is uh, that, oh, what if I this it, it might not even be a conscious concern. It's sort of like a nagging concern. What if I find out something? What if I see that I didn't have a good motivation or intention when I was interacting with that person? Or what if I find out that, you know, that thing that I did that I've been telling myself was the right thing to do, maybe wasn't the right thing to do in retrospect. And can I look at that information and can I still say to myself, I'm good, that, that regardless Right. That regardless of where I've been, what I've decided, how I've come down on something that intrinsically I'm still good. All of this stuff, whether we're talking about acceptance or self-love or whatever, I mean, it's all connected. But um, it comes down to this being able to hold this state of uh, love or grace or peace or in an understanding of our own goodness. It's our ability to do that that opens us up to so much in life, that allows us to roll with the flow of life and, um, and, and like it and enjoy it, um, rather than constantly be fighting it all the time. There's so much to this process. There's so much to learning how to simultaneously accept ourselves and challenge ourselves. But that's one of the things that you learn when you're doing your personal development work is you, you learn how to balance these kind of paradoxical um, skills and how in, in getting them to coexist, then you're able to unfold uh, things that you just couldn't even imagine were possible before. So if you ask yourself these kind of questions and you're coming up with no, right, or you're not certain whether it's true for you, there's a lot of different exercises you can do to really help you in this. And you know, in my book, Real Answers, I have like 120 exercises 
um, for helping you kind of work through and move to a deeper state of really fulfillment, which comes from the inside. So one of the things that um, we can do um, to kind of move ourselves along in this this process is to ask questions of ourselves, to dig up what it is that might be holding us back from accepting ourselves. Um, and when we start to like actively look for this information rather than push it away, then we have the ability to make choices and make changes and come into a place where we accept ourselves, we love ourselves, and we are making choices that are moving us in the direction of feeling better and better about who we are. And it is easier to accept ourselves when we're feeling better about ourselves. So, um, Go ahead and you can, you can take, you can write these questions down and then answer them at a different point in time because I'm, I'm not going to have time to really leave space for them here like I would in, in a workshop. So, um, here's number one. One thing I have a difficult time accepting about my life, but deep down know is true, right? So this is a question or a statement that you would complete in order to start to take like inquire into what's 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 behind a lack of self acceptance why is this that you know i don't accept certain choices that i've made or ways that i've acted or i can't be on my side all the time right so it would be looking at what don't like ask this as question specifically what don't i accept about my life but i really know it's true right like maybe I don't want to accept that I sometimes have negative emotions or negative motivations, right? But I know that that's true. Sometimes my my motivations are less than, you know, stellar. So that could be something, right? Some of the things, this is the next one. Some of the things that I feel I need to accept about my life that may be difficult to accept are Right. So this kind of approaches it from a different angle, right? So you're starting to feel the pressure of what it is that you need to see, but you're still in resistance about it. Right. Some of the things I feel I need to accept about my life. So I need to accept about something that or my life or who I am. Right. Put it that way. That may be difficult to accept are. Right. So what it is, is when you're asking these questions, you're, you're, you're tricking the mind a little bit. That's the key to kind of asking the questions in the right way and why sometimes questions will seem like they're the same question. But what happens is, is that they, they land just slightly differently. And because of that, they access different information in your mind or different memories. And, and when that different information is um, accessed, it starts to give you these new insights into how you've been, you know, kind of uh, acting or what you've been pushing away or what you've been willing to um, 
accept. Okay, so I'm going to talk more about some of these questions when um, we get back from the first commercial break. And um, these will be more questions that you can ask in order to start to see where are these areas where I'm not accepting myself. Okay, so just a couple minutes, we'll come back with more powerful questions on our uh, path to finding out about our deep self-acceptance or how to be more accepting of ourself. is your chance to be part of the show. Call 877-230-3062. Call in with your questions or thoughts and talk with the host and their guests. Again, that number is 877-230-3062. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to sail ahead and others get stuck? The secret is in your mindset. Join author and educator Dr. Kate Siner for a one-hour live webinar on the Miracle of Mindset, May 15th at 7 p.m. Eastern. On this webinar, she will give you three keys to mindset that will help you stay on track if you run or want to run your own business. Join Dr. Kate Siner for the free webinar Miracle of Mindset at 7 p.m. Eastern. For more information or to sign up, go to katesiner.com forward slash miracle dash of dash mindset dash the number two. Author and educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesigner.com. Right, great. This is Dr. Kate Siner. This is Real Answers. And I, right before the break, was talking to you about powerful questions as a tool for uh, deep self-acceptance. So this is taking a look at, um, you know, those nooks and crannies that are active in your life that might be contributing to not accepting yourself, but that when you go deliberately in and look for the information, it can be very powerful, sometimes only because you've just been willing to look at it and that looking at it is the first step of acceptance that just versus pushing it away. So I was asking some questions before the break and I'll continue now. So, um, what I asked before was think about things you have a difficult time accepting or things that you feel that you need to accept. 
And the next question is, the reason I know these things are difficult to accept. The reason I know that these things are difficult to accept, and I'm going to give you an approach for this, right? This is a great stream of consciousness uh, uh, question. And what that means is, is that you say, Okay, you look at one of those things that you wrote previously and you say, the reason I know that these things are difficult to accept is, and you start to write and you write and you don't worry about whether it makes sense or not. You're, you're basically allowing the answers to come up to the surface and it might like, because it means that I am blah, 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 right? So when you give it that permission, that's another form of self-acceptance, right? So just being willing to look and and ask starts self-acceptance. And then also allowing creates more self-acceptance. So even in the process of doing these things, you're generating more self-acceptance, right? So... For the reasons I know these things are difficult to accept, just allow, see what's there. And, you know, some of it might not be true. Some of it might be old stories. Some of it might be something you heard last week. It doesn't matter. Just allow that stuff to come out and then you can sort through it and see what is most useful for you. Okay. Next question. I will know that I fully accepted these things about my life when, right? So I will know that I have fully accepted these things about my life. So these are the things that are difficult to accept, right? You know the reasons why they're difficult to accept or you've started to look into that. And this is a, this is about allowing you to see when you've made progress, Right. So I will know that I fully accepted these things about my life when, right? When I no longer cringe when this particular topic comes up. When I no longer have uh, a habit that is really about negating or denying myself. Right. Those are the things that help me understand or help me see that I've really accepted myself. And like I was saying before, when we accept ourselves, we naturally become more accepting of others. It's like our inner judgments are actually things that uh, we project onto other people. They live in us and in the relational space that stops us from just being like, yeah, it's okay. It's okay to just be who you are in all of that. You know, you're going to be brilliant. You're going to be stupid. You're going to be successful. You're going to fail. You're going to have fabulous moments. You're going to have tragic moments, right? That's that place of like, yeah, it's all going to be there. So what is it that you'll see what will have changed in your life when you've accepted these things about yourself? Okay. And another, another approach. So this is kind of like a fill in the blank. This 
stops me from accepting these things about my life. Right? So you see, once again, some of it is a general question that allows you to just kind of go and allow all of that material from the background to come up. And the other one is this stops me from accepting things about my life. It's the specific, it's the go-to, it's the track, right? That is going to grab different information from your mind, right? And it's a split second thing. A lot of this stuff, like in allowing, this stops me from accepting this in my life. What is it that you come up with? And once again, you're going to come up with things and sometimes you're going to say that isn't actually true for me anymore, but wow, it's still in there, right? But once again, once you know that, it becomes so much easier to say, yeah, well, that's actually not what's going on for me anymore. And just that process allows you to let it go. Or sometimes it's just getting really real and it's like, oh yeah, that's the reason, right? That's the reason that, you know, I keep having this particular issue in my life. For example, you know, like say that, um, you know, you know that you have a real need for acceptance, right? Which is a human need. Almost everybody has that, right? But say that that's really uncomfortable for you for some reason to, to want to be accepted by other people, to want to be liked, so to speak, right? So, and it's just like, and if you say, well, this stops me from accepting the fact that I really have this deep desire to be liked, right? Maybe it's a rejection that you've experienced in the past that you're afraid of having contact with again, right? So once you get that, then you can change so much about how you approach the moments where you're not really feeling self-accepting. Because now all of a sudden you can go, oh, right. This is about my fear of rejection. You know, this is, this is why I can't move down this road. All right. What, what do I need to do about that? Well, maybe I just need to be like, huh. Well, that's a very reasonable thing. That was a real experience that you had. Right. And just in accepting that it was, it was real and it was true at one point in time. That also is something that moves us into a place of being able to really acknowledge and accept ourselves more. Okay. Another question along these lines that is sort of guides you in more specific information is I would accept these things about my life if only. And you might want to separate. I mean, I do that for shorthand. I would accept these things, but you might want to take each individual thing, right? I would accept that I have a need to be liked, you know, if only, right? I knew that I would never have to experience rejection, Perfect. You know, so now, now you see the conditions that you've set up in your life. Okay. These conditions, this is like, I would change. I would be more open. I would be willing to, if only this external factor would change. If only I could be certain that I wouldn't have to experience the pain that I experienced before. 
And there's a whole bunch of stuff around that because, you know, life doesn't work that way. We know that. But we still kind of have these bargaining things. It's just like, oh, well, I'd be, I'd be okay. I would be willing to make this change. I would be willing to accept myself more if. And sometimes the if only is about us, right? I would be willing to accept my need to be liked if only I would stop, you know, acting out. You know, if only I would stop um, pushing people away, you know, and uh, it can be something from a general habit to something that's more specific. Right. So, you know, it's it's important to say not only do we sometimes want to change the world, but sometimes we put conditions on ourselves. Right. Uh, right. Like, it can be like this. I'd be willing to accept my desire, you know, to be in relationship, right? If only I lost weight, right? Now, you could say from somebody's perspective, that might not make any sense. And from another person's perspective, that could make absolute sense, right? So you want to catch these setups that you put yourself into, because a lot of times what happens with that is they're just this way of like stopping. They just stop us from being, you know, from, from moving further, from moving into more self-acceptance. Because there's this myth that we live with that if we open up more to life, we're going to get hurt more. If we bring more of ourselves to life, then that means more of ourselves can be hurt. And that actually is the opposite of the truth. However, it's very real as far as what the way that we function, the way that we like go about our life and, um, and, and interactions. Okay. And I'm moving on. Very close to that too. I'm afraid that if I accepted these things about myself, my life, then, right? I'm afraid that if I accepted these things about my life, then, right? This is that, you know, this is that place that, oh my gosh, if I really were willing to look at this, the good, the bad, and the ugly, if I was really willing What's going to happen? You know, and it is simultaneously a fear of feeling too good and feeling too bad. Those two lurk behind that. And we have different stories about what that looks like. But there's a fear that if we just like drop down into that place of really being deeply accepting of ourselves, which means we're fully ourselves, right? We're fully feeling ourselves. Then something's going to happen, right? Then I'm setting myself to be up hurt. Then it's going to hurt that much more if someone doesn't accept me. Okay. And my last question for, um, for this morning 
is, or this afternoon, depending on where you are, is um, what I need to do to accept these things about my life, right? So now we're turning it to action. What I need to do to accept these things about my life, what, what, what needs to, what do you want to do? How are you going to take action to start to accept yourself more? This is not a passive thing. It can be easy to think that self-acceptance is something that happens sort of, you know, like you're meditating one day and all of a sudden, oh, you have a self-acceptance, right? But, but that's not really it. It's active, you know, that it, you cultivate self-acceptance through inquiry, through understanding, through compassionate and love for yourself. So what I suggest that you do is that you look for, even if it's just one thing that you can do on one area of your life that you're not self-accepting. Because applying that, remembering to apply that goes such a long way. What happens on we're on our path to being more consciousness uh, conscious is that we go dark for long periods of time. We have a realization and an insight, and then we kind of go back into unconsciousness around it, and then we pop up and we do it again. So we make progress. But that progress is, you know, interspersed with these periods of kind of forgetting. So it's, it's a powerful, powerful place to be when we can shorten that span of forgetting. And sometimes we can do that by putting structures in place, like regular activities that we do that help us stay more aware, that help us move towards these states of being that are so much healthier and happier and that feed our lives and feed our success. Okay. So uh, the next thing that I'm going to talk to you about is about speaking your truth. And this is a very interesting thing where, um, you know, Speaking your truth is simultaneously a sign of self-acceptance and a pathway to self-acceptance. It does both. And there's a lot of things like this in personal development that, you know, as you do it, the more you can do it, the more benefit that you get out of it. Um, and you can start by kind of pushing into um, one of the pieces of it. Right. So you can start by pushing into, you know, speaking your truth or feeling the benefit of speaking your truth. Right. Um, and it's really important when you're doing that, you start to pay attention to the positive and you pay attention to the growth curve of it. Because sometimes what happens is people will hear something like speak your truth, right? And then they'll do it. And then there are these horrible consequences, right? People get angry and, you know, all that. And they're like, wow, I'm never doing that again. I'm going back to not speaking my truth. That was horrific. Right. But what they because they paid attention to what might have been dominant, um, you know, kind of response, but they didn't pay attention to what they're growing. Right. 
this this new sense of really bringing the inside out, this new sense of being in alignment with how they're acting, right? All these things that actually bring out really, really positive experiences, okay? So speaking your truth. And, um, and what this does is you, you come into a deeper place of connectedness. You have to know what's true for you in order to speak your truth, right? And one of the things that you can't do is keep pushing stuff away. You can't speak your truth if you keep pushing everything out, right? And you try to avoid having contact with it, that place of, I won't accept that. I can't be that. I shouldn't feel that all, you know, you have to come to a place, even if it's the craziest thing you've ever thought in your life, right? It's like, if you're in that place of real contact with yourself, you know, speaking it is going to have so much power for you. Also vulnerability, right? And I have a show coming up about vulnerability, I think, in a couple weeks. But, um, you know, that place of being willing to come right from just like, yeah, this is what it is right now. You know, it's not big. It's not fancy. It's not perfect. It's not anything. Maybe it's even, you know, the opposite of that. But but I'm willing to be here with it. Right. So that opens up so much. So I'm going to come back and talk to you a little bit more about speaking your truth. And then also another tip for uh, deeply accepting yourself um, right after this commercial break. And once again, I want to remind you that um, I have a free webinar coming up to, uh, tonight, uh, Miracle of Mindset at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can sign up through by going through my website, katesigner.com. And um, I will talk to you right after the break. your chance to be part of the show call 877-230-3062 call in with your questions or thoughts and talk with the host and their guests again that number is 877-230-3062 are you craving positive change in an area of your life dreaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected Internationally recognized author and facilitator, Dr. Kate Siner, is a compassionate and fearless advocate for positive change. Through personally tailored programs and masterful mentoring, Dr. Kate's genius lies in helping you get connected to your core so you can make a difference in the world starting with yourself. Visit www.katesiner.com. That's K A T E. S-I-N-E-R dot com. Be the change you wish to see is a phrase that gets said a lot. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real life tools to make the changes you wish to see. 
for personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived that support you on your path of positive change. To learn more and get started, visit www.katesigner.com. This is Dr. Kate Siner. This is Real Answers Radio, and we have been talking about deep self-acceptance, so really as a key to happiness, being willing to love yourself and accept yourself regardless of, you know, who you are, where you are, what you're doing, you know. Another way that I say this is being on your own side, right? Um, And uh, we were talking also about the questions that you can ask in order to start to probe and find the areas where you're not accepting of yourself and then start to look at what it is that you might, might might be getting in your way and what you might be able to do about it. And then I was talking about speaking your truth. So as an important vehicle for being more uh, self-accepting, right? Just through the act of speaking your truth, you need to be connected to yourself which means that you need to have a certain acceptance for what's going on in there. And then as you speak your truth, it reinforces um, your acceptance of yourself, right? Because what, what happens is that when you don't speak your truth, you may or may not be aware of this. You know, some people are, some people aren't, but it, it takes a little bit, it's like a little hit of um, discomfort, right? Um, unless you, you know, or pathological or something like that. You know, there's, when you, when you are dishonest, even about seemingly innocuous things, you, uh, you don't feel so good about yourself. Now, Let's talk about this in terms of acceptance. One, the first step in that is just look at that and say, okay, that's who I am. Sometimes I don't tell the truth, right? Because if you take yourself out there, you're not going to move any further down the path. So the first thing is to acknowledge, right? To see it, to accept it, to say, hey, look, this is like, this is a normal, almost reflex that I have, right? For some people, they're very impulsive in the way that they talk. And so it's very hard. Sometimes things come out of their mouth before they actually, you know, know what's coming out of their mouth. Right? So the first thing is to accept that. But then we're going back to the beginning, challenging yourself, challenging yourself to be more. Because you recognize that it doesn't feel that good to be out of integrity with yourself. Right? And that, and that when you are integrity with yourself, there's a place where it's just like, yeah, right? This is me. And, and what happens when you kind of align that way, even if the world reflects back kind of negative things, you know, you get negative feedback, you get shot down, things don't work out, whatever, that place of truthfulness, 
and acceptance allows you to, um, I don't want to say repel because that's not quite it, but it's being less affected by it. It's almost like it's happening a little further away from you versus it's affecting you so directly and it's pushing all your buttons. And that's a wonderful shift when you're cultivating your own um, happiness in your life because it brings out a state of, of inner peace and a sense of rightness inside. Okay? So acceptance isn't about getting rid of the negative feelings, right? It is is about the willingness to accept them and to use them as information and guidance. That's going to really help. One of the things uh, for this last piece, as far as what you can do to be more deeply accepting of yourself, one of the things is to talk to somebody who is there in whatever it is that you're rejecting, whether it's a part of yourself that you saw, whether it is an event that you, you know, and like something that you did that another person saw. No, the reason is, is because a lot of times other people will have a gentler view, especially if you deal with a lot of inner criticism You know, that, and this, once again, this isn't about becoming dependent on other people's perception or letting their perception kind of dictate what's going on. It's about allowing their perception to inform you, to educate you about yourself and about how uh, lovable, acceptable, understandable, you know, you, what, you are, like how you've acted is, or to help you gain some perspective that maybe you're being, you know, really harsh with yourself. So other people are able to provide you with some like deeper perspective or alternate perspective. And you see this happen a lot of times when you do, and I do a lot of group facilitation. Right? And uh, when when you see like that somebody will just be like, oh, and they'll be so hard on themselves about something that they, they keep doing, that they want to get rid of. They just don't want it to be impacting their life anymore and all of that sort of stuff. And then you'll hear someone else in the group respond to them about what they see. And it will be so different. It will be like that very thing of like, oh, I just don't want to be so, you know, f- afraid to share what it is that I'm thinking. I'm, you know, I'm tired of that. I'm tired of living with this fear of, of sharing. And then somebody else in the group will say something like, wow, I just want to tell you just how brave I think you are right now. Just sharing that, just being willing to be really truthful about how difficult it is for you. See that? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, we have a different perspective of this. The person thinks that they're failing, right? And now all of a sudden they can see that while, yeah, they're still stretching. Yeah, they're still growing. Yes, there's room to go. They've also made progress. They're also in that moment doing something differently. And the person gets to look at themselves. And that look 
that can help. It's like one of, it's like the questions, how they help you shift. That look from the outside can help a person shift and soften a little bit towards themselves. And that new softening helps then facilitate more self-acceptance coming through. Like, I'm on my way. Okay, I've done a little bit of this. Right? Now, there's different ways that people can take that kind of information, right? When you when you get feedback from another person, it's possible to just register that, like, on the ego level. When you register on the ego level, it's like, oh, yeah, I feel better right now because you made me feel better because you saw something nice in me and all of that kind of stuff. That doesn't go as deep. That is a Band-Aid um, versus a cure. But when we we really take in that other person and what they're saying – and we allow it to inform us in a, in a really rich and deep way that moves us, that changes us, that allows us to move further down the road of self-acceptance. Okay. So, you know, some of this is recognizing, you know, acceptance. Our, our ego self always wants to be accepted. It just does. Right. And, but that's not, it's actually less important that we experience the acceptance on that level. I mean, it is for certain stages of development, but after those have been reached, what we're really wanting is this, this deeper state of acceptance. And when we start to move into that, we can even see that, oh, those needs, they're like, those are not as important at all. Right. And it's that, and I say, said it that way, but it's not to be dismissive. You can still be really loving and really accepting of your ego self, which is so important. But at the same time, it's not the whole story. And by knowing it's not the whole story and by really moving into that deeper, you know, connectedness, then uh, we, we, you know, we learn a form of self-acceptance that is, is, is solid, that is consistent. It's the kind of thing, it's like that's when you have your own back. That's when you know that you can face the obstacles that come your way in life, that you can be, face rejection and failure and hardship. And that there's still an okayness about it because you are on your own side. Because you're willing to really accept all of who you are. And that's a truly, truly beautiful thing. It's a cornerstone to creating a happy life that is not based on just kind of external things and, you know, gratifying needs and stuff like that. That's based on something that really no one can ever take away from you. And that's part of what the personal growth journey is all about coming to that place of, um, uh, deep acceptance and deep connectedness with ourself so that we can move through life regardless of what it brings our way, right? And so, of course, that doesn't mean that what it brings our way doesn't affect us, it doesn't affect our mood or whatever, you know, but that, that, 
the way it affects our mood is not so complete. Because we have that inner resource. We have that deep sense of connection, that deep sense of acceptedness. So I, you know, I want to thank you for joining this show today. Um, and, uh, I hope it leaves you feeling, um, a deeper sense of acceptance for yourself. Um, and before I go, I just want to tell you again, one more time about the webinar that I have coming up. So that's tonight. That's May 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's Miracle of Mindset. And it's specifically about using mindset to be more specific in business. And so it's specifically about kind of how to get clear and have your head on straight, so to speak, when starting or growing your own business. Now, there'll be tips, of course, for that you can use for absolutely anything. But um, the focus will be on uh, people who either want to start up businesses or have started up businesses. And um, they're either recognizing um, or curious about how, you know, their personal development and the way that they look at things is going to influence the way that they're in business. And there's a very direct correlation. So I'm going to be talking about some skills that you can use, also how your business is kind of an energy signature of who you are. And so you can see the challenges in your business um, as uh, things that you can work on both inside and and out. So I hope that you join me for uh, that webinar. Uh, you can go to my website, um, katesigner.com, and go to events, and you'll see that it's listed there. Um, if you click the link, it will bring you to the sign-up process. And uh, thank you so much for joining me today, uh, talking about deep, deep self-acceptance, and I will talk to you next week. You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Siner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesiner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help.